This is the house call. Welcome to the house call special fight pit end of the year. Happy New Year's! Happy New Year's! Confetti, confetti, twenty twenty three, everywhere. Look at that! Oh, my hat fell. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a phenomenal New Year's. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Oh. All right. It's the end of the year special. We got some awards to hand out. The most prestigious war awards in MMA. I think we can all agree on that. These are the most prestigious awards. All right. All three of us are going to tell you who our submission of the year, our KO of the year, our fight of the year, and our fighter of the year. We got a lot to look forward to, but let's get straight into it. This is all brought to you by Liquid IV. Make sure you use our code in the description. Save you some money because if you live like me in a desert, hydration is key. Now let's get straight into it. Joey, what was your submission of the year, brother? All right, man. So we got Yuri Prohoshka submitting Glover to Shara. And I I picked this fight or this submission specifically because Really, when you look at the submission of the year, right? Number one, they had to meet in the middle of, uh, in between where their countries are. You got Yuri Prohoshka, Glover Teixeira. Um, really, I think it was the fight of the summer. I mean, it really was, it was a great fight. Um, really had me on the edge of my seat. And, you know, up until the fifth round, Glover Teixeira was even winning. Um, had Yuri Prohoshka rocked, but then he tried to go for an immediate guillotine. And even uh, Michael Bisping said it uh, on the commentary. He was like, what is he doing? That was a horrible mistake. He had him finished. Um, went for that immediate you know, guillotine. It backfired. Yuri came out of nowhere with rear naked with literally 30 seconds left of the fight. And if that fight would have gone to the to the bell, um, I believe Yuri probably would have lost. So okay. yeah. hats off to Yuri. I say submission of the year, Yuri Prohoshka. And I hope That's to see true. him. <laughs> Terrible what happened. Hopefully he heals up quickly. But Corey, what is your submission of the year? There was a lot of good ones. Right. Yeah. So I had to pick uh, Islam versus Charles Oliveira. There's a story behind it. So we all we all heard the talks. You know, Islam. Who has he fought? You know, what top contenders has he fought? We we have Charles Oliveira, whose jujitsu is elite. It's one of the best in the the lightweight divisions. You know, and I I didn't see i was one of those those haters on islam i'm not gonna lie i hated on islam i was like you know charles Oliveira will be able to handle his grappling and i gotta say joey even told me he's like nah islam he's different you know that dagestani in wrestling is different and he showed us that grappling you know and he got you know charles Oliveira in that head head arm and try uh arm and head triangle and you know got the submission which i did not see he dominated Oliveira throughout the whole fight he got him to the ground. He got him. He, he got him to tap out, and I did not see that. Like I said, Charles Oliveira was dominant. He was dominating Gaethje. He dominated Dustin. Everybody, in the, all the top contenders in the division, he dominated, and he got dominated by Islam Makachev. So we we seen the the rise of Islam, and now he's the champion. And I thought the uh, statement that he that he made by you know submitting Charles Oliveira, this you know so called elite grappler, uh, it was it was a statement in my head. Oh, yeah. Absolute feather in his cap to be able to submit Charles Oliveira, especially the way that he did. Man, I am so excited for that Volkanovski-Islam fight. But I'm going to go a little different. I know those were probably the two biggest submissions of the year. But I'm going to go with Nate Diaz submitting Tony Ferguson. What a way to go out. I mean, this, is, this might be your final fight in the UFC, and you submit 
a legend after a pretty fun fight. But let's get into the knockout of the year. Corey, what was your favorite knockout of the year? There was some pretty gnarly ones. There's a lot of good ones. But ultimately, I have to go with the Leon Edwards knockout of Kamara Usman. Great we choice. have to think about this. So Leon or Kamara Usman had never been knocked out. I believe Kamara Usman was on a 16-fight win streak or something like that. And he was winning that, that fight three to one, I believe. Uh, Leon won that first round, and then I say Kamara won two, three, and four. We all thought the fight was over. Everybody was counting out Leon. His corner was time to wake the fuck up. Listen, stop feeling sorry for your oh. Well, come on then, what's wrong with you? Get up and stop quitting on himself. And you know what? He decided to fucking do it. And he fucking he did fainted it. and he fucking he kicked Kamar wide in the head. And that motherfucker was dream having nightmares. He's not the fucking the fucking Nigerian nightmare. He was having nightmares of Leon Edwards that night. So oh, man. that shit was wild, bro. Like I was literally up and jumping. I was that's how excited I was to see that knockout. I was like, holy shit, because everybody thought it was over. Everybody thought Kamar was gonna probably take down Leon, you know, fucking lay on him the rest of the fight. But you know what? Leon fucking pulled the fucking, you know, uh, something out of his ass and knocked him out, bro. And it was fucking amazing. It was uh, absolutely oh, incredible. One of, and that is one of the best quotes in MMA history. Now, Riz, me and Riz Joey might agree on quote. this one. Me and Joey might agree on this one, though. But my knockout of the year, which was also probably my most heartbreaking moment of the year, was Michael Chandler soccer kicking Tony Ferguson unconscious tony ferguson even up to that point in his career was known for having the most granite chin and being tough as nails but michael chandler is that dude that he could knock you out at any moment with anything and i remember although i love michael chandler i wanted tony to get the win but the moment they announced that i was like this is bad this is bad tony's gonna get hurt in this fight He's going against someone who's way too explosive for his age. And to see that, I I, I had I, I didn't even enjoy watching. I was just like, oh, no, 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 not Tony. No, and yeah. I mean, looking back, you know, I think it's hard to argue outside of Leon Edwards knockout that there was a better knockout than Michael Chandler over Tony Ferguson, especially with who he did it to. I don't care about the age. That's Tony Ferguson. But Joey, what was your knockout of the year? I have to agree with you. I mean, I was there. I attended UFC 274 in Phoenix. And, um, you know, as a matter of fact, I put a parlay on Tony Ferguson to beat Chandler along with Gaethje uh, losing. So, I, I mean, I, I was hoping Gaethje was going to win, but I knew Chandler. I'm sorry. Uh, I knew that Oliveira was going to win that fight. But on the Ferguson getting knocked out um, by Tony, that was heartbreaking to watch. I was looking at one of my buddies. And we were talking and all of a sudden, I look up at the screen, I just see Tony just dropping like a dead body. I missed the foot kick in live action because I was talking to my friend and I look up at the uh, the rate or the replay and I was like, oh my God, man. So that still shot on his like face this. was gnarly. I mean, he, he got posterized, bro. You know, <laughs> he, got, he got UFC posterized. He got turned into a fucking <laughs> meme. Then you got- But you love Tony. We love Tony Ferguson. Yeah. You know, that's my knockout of the year. I mean, I love Michael Chandler too, but uh, I would have to say that was just KO of the year. And I remember watching, I was like, this is going to be a KO of the year contender. And, and it hurt even more because Tony looked really good in that fight. 
drop yeah, Chandler really was doing really First good on the ground. Reason. He looked yeah. really good. I mean, he was taking some of Chandler's shots. I mean, there was a moment where he rocked Chandler and he starts and Chandler backs to the cage and does that thing when he's against the cage. He starts throwing wild hooks because yeah. if Michael crazy. Chandler's throwing wild hooks, it's a dangerous spot, you know? Mm -hmm. And Tony took one clean on the chin. And I was like, oh, Tony, no, Tony, no. And then he took it and I was like, okay. And I started building more confidence up. And I was like, Tony might win this. And then just, oh, it was heartbreaking, but it was also beautiful. That's the hard part about UFC. But the fight of the year, I think we all know what might be all three of ours. But since I thought that, I changed mine. But I want to hear what Joey says. Damn, man. You got me on the fight of the year. What? I got Hamza Chimaev and Gilbert Burns. Oh, man. The reason why? Bro, fucking crazy fight. Um, I remember watching that shit, thinking how much, like, how how, how tested Hamza Chimaev is going to be, right? And watching it, I see this guy is human after all, number one, because he was taking some big fucking shots from Gilbert Burns. Bombs. I mean, bro, by round two, none of those guys really wanted to be in there with each other anymore, but they knew they both had to prove something. Chimaev had to prove he could hang with the big dogs. He was competing for that number two spot. And, of course, Gilbert Burns was just like, you know what? I'm the only motherfucker that's going to take this fight. I'm going to be the, one of the guys in the top five that's going to take this and show that this guy is human. He can be tested. But, as we show know, close, razor, razor close fight. Shemayev is the wolf for a reason. And, you know, I got that as my fight of the year, man. Just even though it was three rounds, I think we all wish it could have gone five. Oh, yeah. One of the best moments in that fight is in the middle of the second round when Kamzat's on Gilbert and Gilbert just kicks him off and stands up and they both just look at each other for about 10 seconds and just smile at each other. And they yeah. just they just nodded at each other saying, yeah, we're in a war. We're in a war. It was absolutely beautiful. But Corey, what was your fight of the year? So mine, I had to go with Chandler and Poirier. It just, just for the fact that the storyline behind it, there was bad blood. That yeah, they had an altercation at <laughs> UFC 270, 276. Uh, honestly, it was just like fucking first round. You had Michael Chandler coming out, fucking throwing caution to the wind, just throwing fucking bombs, getting Dustin against the, the you know, the cage, hitting him with bombs, uh, throwing wild like he always does. You know what I mean? You know, with round two, we had, uh, I believe Chandler took down Dustin, uh, you know, gave some good ground and pound. Fucking that's when all the fucking Chandler's like fucking blood came out and splattered everywhere. Oh, dude. Bloody yeah. guts everywhere, bro. It was fucking crazy. And then awesome. And then you got round three, you know, Michael Chandler shoots for the takedown. You know, uh, Dustin scrambles, takes the top position or takes his back, gets a body triangle and chokes him out. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just I don't think I've watched one Michael Chandler fight or even Dustin, honestly, that I've, that's been boring. You know what I mean? They, those guys always fucking show up. They always show up to fight. They want to fucking stand and bang. They don't want to, you know, do any of this bullshit just laying on each other. So I I, I thought that was a really entertaining fight. I was, and they have the ability to just lay on each other too. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, but yeah. like I said, they, they go fucking caution to the wind and they just fucking go for it. And I love that. Oh yeah. If you're new to watching MMA, one very good fight to go back and watch watch Dustin Poirier versus Gaethje you want to see a fight that is just absolute battles watch that if you want another one God same damn. guy but Michael Chandler and Gaethje last year but my fight of the year and I'm not going to say Glover 
and Yuri, although that is an amazing fight. I'm not going to say Gilbert and Hamzat or um, Chandler and Poirier. I'm going to go with a fight that was on the Cruz and Cheeto card. I'm going with David Onama and Nate Landwehr. Oh my goodness. If you have not seen this fight and you want to see just the pure grit, pure toughness from two dudes when they're just tired and they just bite the nails. Moments where they're almost out cold and they just somehow stay on their feet and keep fighting back even when they should be done. Watch that fight. There were moments where I was like, Nate Landwehr is going to get wiped. And then there was moments where I was like, this David Onama guy is going to get wiped. And then the third round happened and there was those moments multiple times. You got Nate Landwehr pity punching him like this, literally like this against the cage. And then gets hit with a bomb, and it is gnarly. It's amazing. If you get a chance, go watch that fight. But watch that the big shit. one, watch it. watch it. Watch it. It's on ESPN Plus now. <laughs> That's not a plug. That's not, not a, a plug. plug. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Liquid IV. Liquid IV. Liquid IV. <laughs> but let's get into the big one. What is and who is your fighter of the year? Corey, take it away. I have to go with Alexander Volkanovsky. He's currently the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Uh, I had to pick a man because, you know, I went and I, I have a little story to tell. So I ended up going to watch the uh, Volk versus Korean zombie fight on my birthday. One of the worst decisions of my life. Everybody was just really quiet. This is a side note, obviously, but everybody was really quiet. It was lame. I was the only person in there. I was pretty fucked up and I was like, yeah, let's go. And everybody was laughing at me and shit, but you know, I'm a passionate fight fan and that's what I do. So anyways, that's that's one of the reasons though. You know, you, you have to see his performance against Korean Zombie. Totally fucking dominated the guy. And then when we fast forward to later in the year when he goes against Max Holloway for the third time, dominates Max Holloway, one of the best featherweights of all time. And so I, that in my mind solidifies him as one of the top featherweights in all of all time too. The other thing that I think is is amazing is that he set his 2023 up for greatness. He's going to be going for that double champ status now because of all the accomplishments he had in 2022. Now Dana trusts him, going to give him that fight against Islam. And hey, I, I maybe it'll be a bigger year for the guy. He'll be double champ by the end of the year. Hey, to touch on some points. Volkanovski has wins over a lot of the featherweight goats. He has wins over Max and Jose. He's got three wins over Max, and each win just got better and better and better. I know a lot of people say that Max won that second fight, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wake you up real quick and let you know that he lost that fight, and you're wrong. <laughs> he lost wake that the fight. Fuck up. <laughs> he, 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 like, wake up, wake up. And that third fight, I I love Max Holloway, but his fans really they really pushed me sometimes and they were just like max is gonna school alex volkanovsky i'm like i don't think you guys understand how genuinely amazing of a fighter volk is if any of you guys can name a weakness in volkanovsky's game uh, game speak now crickets he is good at everything but joey who is your fighter of the year i'm gonna go with uh the uh the king of the middleweights. Oh, we go with Alexander Pereira. And the reason yeah. why I say that. 
You see that shit? You see yeah. it? Yeah. Spit shine that son of a bitch. <laughs> the reason why I say Alex Pereira, bro, I mean, look what this guy's done, okay? Came into the UFC just over a year ago, right? Comes into the UFC a year ago. Has one fight, ends up knocking out his opponent. Then he gets into another fight with Sean Strickland, right? What does he do to Sean Strickland? Absolutely slaughters him. Yeah, and the, the, entire, the, entire, <laughs> the entire press conference, what did he do? He was sitting there like this, just sitting there like this, just giving Israel Adesanya the death stare, like, I'm coming for you, bro. This guy's in my way, but like, you know the real fight's you and me. And what did he do? He knocked Izzy out. I said it was gonna happen. It fucking happened, baby. That's After losing most what? of the fight, too. You should have put Alexander Pereira, Moneyline, lock that shit, because I did, and that's why he's the champ. That's my fighter of the year. That's how you afforded I mean, that belt. Bro, bro, he came in a year ago, had three fights, two fights, and then he gets the championship just after. He was at the bottom of the division, not even in the organization. Comes in, knocks one dude out. Fights John Strickland, knocks another dude out. Then he, what does he do with Izzy? Knocks him out too. I mean, this guy, he's got to work on some things. I agree. He's got to work on his, his ground game. But, dude, fighter of the year, I mean, there's nobody that's coming into the organization and done what this guy's done. In under a year, he's a world champion. Fastest UFC champion in history. It was absolutely year. insane. I remember the feeling of watching that fight. It was very similar to Hamza and Gilbert. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Pierre has been yeah. doing for the past past couple of months. But it had that very same feel, uh, feeling of Burns and Hamza where I was just sitting there. And I, I was just... I couldn't get I couldn't get off the screen because it was just yeah. such an intense fight. And that yep. also could have been fight of the year. Because everything that every time one of those guys landed against each other, every time they threw something, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, what's gonna happen? Oh man. But my fighter of the year is the same guy who was my fighter of the year last year. Michael Chandler, you dog. I have to say it. This work. man is the best signing. In the UFC since Conor McGregor. And I'm going to say it. Because he is entertaining in every aspect. He is also... And he is so respectful. Into a way where it's like entertaining. He's a good guy. But then he goes out there. He wants to win. But he doesn't care. If he's going to win. He's going to win by a battle. He doesn't want to go out there and lay on you. He yeah. should have just gone. If he wanted to beat Dustin Poirier, and I called this, asked Poirier, we filmed this. Mm -hmm. I said he's going to fight Dustin. He's going to shoot on him. He's going to get dropped. Second round, he's going to shoot on him again. All right. And then he's going to battle a little bit in the third round, get dropped, and submit it. And that's exactly what happened. Except I think I took Chandler in that fight because I was blinded by his excitingness. Yeah, yeah. Michael Chandler, win, lose, or draw, is a fun person to watch. And they're trying to do that Michael no. Chandler, Conor McGregor fight. And no. if they do if they do Conor McGregor versus the dog, Michael Chandler. Oh, man, that's a train wreck. I'm letting you know this. It's going to be finesse Conor. and talent versus a bull. And it's, it's going to be bull versus matador. Michael Chandler, with two yeah. fights this year, put on the best knockout of the year in my opinion and then put on a top three fight of the year can you name a boring fight in his ufc career knocks out dan hooker who had an iron chin at that point goes out and almost beats Oliveira, 
has uh, one of the greatest fights of all time with Gaethje, and then this year knocks out another Granite Champ with Tony Ferguson, and then goes to war with one of the best lightweights of all time in Dustin Poirier. Michael Chandler, win, lose, or draw is always a fun always and a win to watch. Best, watching He's game. It's He's game favorites. every fight. So good. He's game to fight. He, they could announce that he is fighting a broomstick, and I would still, I would still watch that because I know it would be a battle. That broomstick yeah. is going to go to war with Michael Chandler. <laughs> but, uh, guys, just a little quick part to add on at the end. Corey, what is your end of year? What is something that you got the most out of this year? And what are you looking forward to the most next year? Are we talking personally or MMA? MMA, personally, anything. MMA, just every year I fall more in love with this fucking sport, man. Honestly, like... Every year, that just the fights that they put, the UFC puts on, the events, the cards, everything all together, man. It's just getting better and better. Just like the the production of UFC is getting better too. Uh, I just I'm excited what next year is gonna bring, man. It's gonna be a great fucking year. It's, there's gonna be a lot of great fights. Hopefully, the Mac comes back, like you said against Chandler. That would be great to see. Oh man, maybe, maybe possibly a little Izzy versus Pereira rematch later. That in Corey the Cheeto fight's happening. <laughs> oh. That's Dude, that's insane. gonna be insane. That fight's so good. Oh man, so excited for this. This I year, got I got Cheeto. You're, you're taking Cheeto? I'm taking Cheeto too. You're taking Cheeto too? I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess our audience, our audience is gonna have to wait until the other fights come out on that same card, and then we'll talk about it. You know? But yeah, we're gonna have a video up. I mean, that fight's in what February? We'll give our 18, little in-depth analysis, and who knows? Maybe me and the boys here will go live on TikTok again during the fight, so you can see us get crazy. Maybe a little bit of brewskis for Corey and him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, but Joey, end of year, what are you thankful and what did you get out of this year and what are you looking forward to next year, man? Man, got a lot of time to, uh, I mean, number one, first and foremost, I mean, this podcast, the beginning of this year, it was all just a dream, you know, it was all just, uh, just, just thoughts in your head, you know, just seeds you were hoping to plant and, and water someday, but you know, luckily, man, this podcast has brought me a lot of joy, you know, personal life, work has brought me a lot of joy, my family, very, very good position in life right now, a lot of things are going great, it's going to be a very, very exciting 2023, not only for myself, but for this entire podcast, and for UFC, I mean, we got some insane fights that have been dream fights, I think, of all of ours for quite some time, and I'm just really excited for what this new year is going to bring, I mean, this there's rumors about this uh, March 4th card, UFC, um, at the T-Mobile. You know, we like to talk about the T-Mobile arena a lot, but I might be in a fucking... Connor, you and I might have to go run this fight, man. I'm just but, saying. Uh, I'm just saying. Are we gonna go? I, I think it would I be an amazing say, hey, time. Connor, let's go. Let's just go, uh, go Go. show up to UFC. Let's just go. We might uh, have to go, boys. We all we might, might have, have to meet have up to with some of, the, some of the people that listen to the podcast. We'll meet up and go out. Yo, I will legitimately talk to I'm always down to meet and greets and things like that. You know, let's... I want to. I want to really make, blow this thing up next year. We're gonna yeah. do really yeah, great things with this podcast. Whoever's watching, thank you guys for watching. Whenever you tune in, and we appreciate it almost. You know, you guys have been a great help, and you guys are helping our dreams come true. And, and you know, if we can give you guys some entertainment out just out of a little time of your day, we really, really appreciate that at, at most. Absolutely. So thank Absolutely. you guys for watching. Thanks, Rob. You're the greatest man. We yep. love you. 
Love I love you, both of you guys. It's been a great 2022. That's right. That's right. 2023, boys. To the fucking yeah. moon. Yeah, Woo! yeah. Uh, just to end it off real quick, uh, touch on a little bit. Of course, I'm thankful for this year in general. Uh, you learn a lot. I had a lot of trials and tribulations. You know, had to go through two cars, had medical issues, all sorts of stuff. And yet here I am still standing. All right. So, you know, you're thankful for, you know, having having that year, every everything that sets you back, you learn from it. Right. And for next year, uh, I'm I'm excited for a lot of things. Obviously, these fights, I mean, that Brazil card, it, it, it it's it's gone through a lot and it still is a very pretty card. I mean, I you can ask anybody. I've been wanting this Corey and Cheeto fight for about eight months now. Yeah. And I am, I've never been more, I don't think I've ever been more excited to watch a fight that wasn't Conor McGregor or like Colby Covington, you know, two of my favorite guys. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been more excited to watch a fight and just be like, who is going to win this? You know? Yeah. And yeah, I, I thank you, Rob, for giving all of us this opportunity. I can speak for anybody who's in this podcast, who works on this podcast, anybody who works on this show. We thank you, Rob. We thank the audience because you watch us talk in front of a camera as if we know anything, you know, but we try. guys that just love this sport. Yeah, we love the sports. We like yeah. talking about it, and it's fun talking with you guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, cheers to a 2023 if you guys, you know, let know, let us know in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Let us know in the comments what was your favorite moment of this year. Could be MMA. Could be something personal. Who Tell knows? us what your favorite fights were. What you thought? Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear what your favorite fight was. Everybody else's opinions. You know, we're not here to uh, disparage those. But if, if you guys have your own opinions, leave them in the comment section. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Because if you say a fight that we haven't watched, or maybe we watched it and we forgot about it, you know. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. That was a really good fight. I'm going to go back and watch it. You just gave me some entertainment value. But with that being said, all right, I can speak for all three of us. Thank you guys so much for watching the House Call podcast. All right. End of the year. All right. 2023 is going to be the best year yet. All right. But with that being said, this is the fight pit from the House Call podcast. This is Joey, Koei, oh, wait, Corey. Hey, hey, it was going good. Let's go with it. <laughs> Sounds like a TikToker. <laughs> Joey, Corey, and Connor, we're all signing off. All right. 2023 deuces. Peace. See ya. <laughs> Speaking of this lovely NFC South that we were just talking about prior to this, the Panthers and Bucks. Revenge game for the Buccaneers.